Welcome to Vintage Burn. Thanks for streaming this segment of the podcast. I'm Kev. Marco. And Doug. We're going to be discussing weird, shocking things involving black metal. Ten things that we found on the internet that we want to discuss revolved around our recent podcast that we're going to be talking about um, when we review Lords of Chaos. So we thought it would be uh, great to just be all-encompassing and start off with this black metal segment. Sweet. Yeah, absolutely. What do you got there? So first and foremost, let's talk about church burnings. So black metal has a long history of being anti-Christian, and nothing symbolizes that more than the numerous arson attempts uh, of churches being burned in Norway. Some prominent metal musicians have openly advocated for the practice, including Gall of Gorgoroth in the infamous Varg. Yes. And I'm not going to pronounce his last name because I'm probably going to fuck it up. We can stick with Varg's. The Kerns, I think. I'm pretty sure. So, they don't know, (laughs) so I'm not going to accept it. Somebody will correct me. We'll just call him Varg. Yeah, Varg. 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 Because he's he's heavily influenced, I mean... With the black metal scene. In all of this. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he was like one of the original black metal dudes, man. It was between him and, like, Euronymous. You know, and uh, they they were, like, the two most popular guys in the scene, so a lot of people followed him in doing the church burnings and stuff. So he had the guy, uh, Faust, I forget what band he played in now for some reason. Um, but he played an emperor. An emperor. emperor, yes. Yeah, he went with them. And it was a bunch of people that just followed him. It was, it was weird. Yeah, kind of his own little like, scene. Yeah, an influence, man. So a lot of anti-Christian sentiments from black metal musicians come from the nostalgia of Norway's pagan past. Heathenism. Yeah, which makes sense. And uh, Varg himself has said that he supports church burnings because Christians wrongfully invaded pagan lands centuries ago. Again, he's not wrong. Uh, does that make it, you know, what they're doing right? I'm not sure, but it definitely uh, holds the testament to the fact that, you know, you can't say that uh, Christianity is uh, pure. Uh, musicians from the band like Hades, Almighty, and Enslaved uh, have also connected to church burnings to the history of conflict between pagans and Christians. Right. Yeah. Uh, nonetheless, Christian black metal... That's right, Christian black metal, huh? sometimes referred to as unblack metal, or, or, or is it a white metal? Is that another you, thing? Yes, uh, is, uh, that... is a growing genre. Bands like A Hill to Die Upon. Oh boy, sounds terrible. Uh, sounds like an emo band. Yeah, and, it does. And Tester and Crimson Moonlight gaining a following despite facing a significant amount of backlash, which is interesting. Okay, I have some of the albums to check out just to. Yeah, just to, to, to hate, hate. Yeah, why not? To hate listen. <laughs> yeah, so they, they basically, like, burnt... I just read uh, Lords of Chaos, so I kind of understand. I mean, I'd have to reread it because there's a lot of ideology in that book and stuff. But the reason Varg, what he says, the reason he burnt the churches was because they, they basically... The Christians came in and tore down their pagan, you know, whatever, religions and whatever. And then they built Catholic churches or Christian churches on top of it. So that was his reasoning for burning the churches. But what he didn't expect was, uh, in burning them, the congregation actually grew stronger. <laughs> and they actually gained more people when the churches were rebuilt. So Holy his shit. fight actually made the Christian religion stronger, stronger in Norway. That's fucked up. Which, like, nobody gave a shit about religion in Norway. Like, basically what I gather from reading Lords of Chaos, they, they say that you have to be... 
I guess in Norway you have to be like part of a congregation, and most people are part of one, but they don't go to church. Mm. But what it ended up doing though, I mean, for them, it it obviously, um, you know, burning churches. It it was there was a lot of publicity, so it gave them publicity. It gave them stardom. It it made them famous. Of course, made them famous. And Varg always hinted that he did this stuff. He never admitted to it, but he always hinted at it to to grow like. yeah. Like an allegiance to, to be shocking, you know, and they all did Shock that. value. Like, even they say Euronymous was like, he would claim like Satan and stuff, but he was actually like the nicest guy, I guess, I apparently, bet. you know, stuff like that. He was actually, a re- like, when you got to, to know him from the what the book says, anyway, yeah. that he was like, just a regular dude, you know? But the people from the outside looking in, he of was just evil. Yeah, of course. You know, whatever, you know, and that's that's what, but I think, yeah. you know, with Varg, I think he's he's actually freaking evil. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, yeah, Varg is kind he's, of... He's insane. Well, I mean, he's, I, I, is it, uh, he's he's definitely killed at least one person. So, I yeah. Mean, yeah, yeah, he's, he's definitely, the, the sad part is, Varg is actually extremely intelligent, too. He's got, I mean, his political views, and I mean, He's, uh, I know he's an extremist, but, yeah, he's a or some would say yeah. he's a right-wing extremist, but the, the man is not uneducated by any means. Oh, so no, well, when you're in jail for man. 20 years, you have some time yeah, to yeah. read, yeah. <laughs> do some things. So with that said, uh, this is great, because <laughs> just recently uh, in New Zealand, death metal drummer charged in New Zealand multiple church fires. Well, it was just a few days ago, right? Yeah, just mm-hmm. a few days ago. Uh, Jacob... Lowenstein, 28-year-old, playing in a band called Igni, Oblivion Dawn, and Secularity, is being tried in court on two charges of arson and one of unlawfully taking a vehicle, uh, according to the New Zealand Herald. So, you know, I don't know if this has to do with the release of Lords of Chaos. Maybe this 28-year-old was saying, hey, man, you know, I forgot these guys were huge because they burned some churches. Mm-hmm. Maybe my bands can get some mainstream play from. I mean, he's making news, and we're talking about him right now. Yeah, right, so, right, right. I hate to say it, but <clears throat> maybe what? maybe he did it for the 25th anniversary of the church burning since it happened about 25 years ago. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? But he probably did it too, again to grow. Yeah, it's like know. it's like it's like free advertisement. Right, right. Well, Jacob might. Good luck on your court date. Next thing on the list, uh, using animal blood as a prop. So if there's any two things that black metal bands love, it's putting on one killer show and offending religion. Gorgoroth's managed to do both of that in a memorable performance in Krakow, Poland. The show featured several naked models mocked crucified on stage, several animal heads, and gallons of pig blood. Uh, Resulting in an uproar, the band was threatened with criminal charges because of the blasphemy and animal cruelty uh but ultimately avoided prosecution the live footage of the concert eventually released under the title black mass krakow 2004 yeah man i actually saw a band that used real pig blood once and i stayed away from the front of the stage watain oh yeah they use it and it stinks man it smells so bad oh yeah man where, where was that at the the uh sinclair they actually let him do it there. Yeah, man. I don't think they... Maybe they didn't even know it was real. Yeah. Or maybe they mixed it. But I know a lot of places ban it, but some places allow it. Yeah. Um, it's going to make a mess. It made know? a mess, man. It, like, blonde hair. You can see the red. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, it was Dude, disgusting. And blood's so, like... I even smell the iron in it. You know? Yeah, yeah. That oh, much it smells. Like, yeah. And you could smell it. I, I actually, like... I left for a little while when I got pizza. Because I'm not a, even a big Watain fan, but I got back in time to see that part. <laughs> I'm glad I was in the back, though. That's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They use it for real. I mean, they, they try to get permission, and they go to 
like butcher shops and get like the blood and stuff. And then some get like you know the older uh, you know as far as like pig heads and stuff. Like uh, I think Mayhem used to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. They would go to the butcher, cut off head, you know, get the heads, pay for the heads, and they would like put them on stakes in front of the stage. I'll give you a dollar for that. What are yeah. you using it for? Don't <laughs> yeah. worry about it. Theatrics. It's all about the theatrics of black metal, man. That's what makes black metal black metal. It's all like a big uh, theatrical show. Another curiosity of black metal. That time that the bassist was murdered for tarnishing Satanism. Which one was that? Ah, very good, yeah. So, uh, the basis of uh, Surrender of Divinity, okay. I believe. Or maybe not. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. Uh, I can't really pronounce his name, but Samong... Yeah, we're just going to go with Samong. Samong. <laughs> yeah, the bassist and vocalist of the Thai metal band Surrender of Divinity uh, Okay. was murdered in early 2014. A Facebook user going by the name of uh, Maleficent Meditation took credit for the killing, posting pictures of uh, Samong's body along with some long rant and something satanic, of course. Uh, in the borderline unintelligent post... <laughs> The crazed man said that he was planning to commit suicide, but wanted to uh, tarnish Satanism down with him. What? That doesn't really make sense, but sure. We'll go with it. In my view, I have more respect for devout Buddhists, Christians, and Muslims than those who call themselves Satanists without knowing anything about it, he wrote. If I did not kill him, I'm sure that he would have murdered. he would have been murdered by someone else later. Okay. Well, uh, apparently the bassist's wife confirmed that the fan had come to their house to have a drink uh, and ended up killing her husband. He was stabbed over 30 times. And and that's the thing, too. Like, why is it every time somebody gets killed on black metal, they get stabbed over 30 times? Yeah. That's, like, common. Like, Euronymous got stabbed, like, 37 times. The guy that, uh, was it Faust? I forget. I think it's Phelps from Emperor killed. He killed uh, like in Olympic Park. Yes. I think that was over thirty times. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because that stuff's probably in this list. But it's crazy, man. That's like ninety stabbings. That's in three that's people. <laughs> that's not just like like spur of the moment. That's like you thought about it for thirty more fucking stabs. It's like Lizzie Borden shit. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Um, using mental patients to record an album. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to pronounce the name of it. Looks that like band. Stalag or something like that. Stalag. 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 Yeah. So this list is like that. current black metal too. I'm, I, was, I was thinking yeah. like current. Like... Uh, so past, present, future. Okay. Yeah. All right. Things. Yeah. Uh, some bands will go on with you know full lengths and share of their work as disturbing as possible. In one case, Stalag, now known as Gulag. <laughs> <laughs> they really changed up their name. Stalag to Gulag decided that getting the screams of actual mental patients was a must for their album. Project Misanthropia. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty (laughs) fucked up. By the way, how do you go to a mental institution and say, yeah, so we're going to make this record and we're we're wondering if we could use your mental patients. Oh, and we need them to scream as loud as they can. <laughs> yeah. Is that possible? We just want to upset everybody in this place. Yeah. And do you have any pig heads for sale by any chance? Yeah, do you have any pig heads? <laughs> While we're for here. Sale? Yeah, I guess people just can find a way to do anything, man. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Maybe one of them worked there, who knows. Well, yeah, it obviously worked. Yeah. I mean, it worked because they they were able to do it. I mean, if they were able to actually record that album. So I wonder if it's just like I mean, that's not the vocals in the album, right? This is maybe, like, a, a part to, like, draw, like... 
um, set I would, the tone. I would think so. Maybe they just have screens in the background. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to listen to that, though. I'm curious now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, in this quote, apparently, it's worth nothing that the band don't consider the album to be black metal. Of course, we're talking about the album uh, Project Misanthropia that contain the sounds of screaming mental patients. Uh, they prefer to call it nihilistic, misanthropic, audio terror. <laughs> okay, okay. Sure, we'll go with it. I know that genre. <clears throat> Absolutely. It's a good genre. Back to um, stuff I know about. Yeah, yeah back yeah. to stuff that we know about here. So we got Varg and Anders Breivik. Okay. It's impossible to talk about the darkest side of black metal without mentioning Varg. Former Mayhem guitarist is often dubbed a neo-Nazi. Although he rejects the label in favor of self-identified um, odialism, nonetheless, he holds some, you know, proudly racist views, um, and he has a lot of hate speech and stuff. Uh, but he was reportedly been on 5:30 neo-Nazi sympathizers, whatever that is. Um, which who, who received a copy of Ander Breivik's manifesto. The notorious terrorist who killed 77 people in Norway, Breivik was a fan of numerous European far-right figures, including Varg. For his part, Varg apparently wrote a letter to Breivik after the attack, condemning him for killing Norwegians. While mostly seemingly upset, uh, he wasn't anti-Semitic enough in his, his letter. <laughs> To Breivik, I can only say that I hope you do kill yourself. You have killed more Norwegians than the entire Muslim population in Norway has done in the last 40 years. And you claim to be a Norwegian patriot... Nationalist. Nationalist. Fighting uh, alongside the Jewish masters against Islam. To protest against their crimes. I'm sorry to say, but you have made a big mistake. Islam has been imported to Europe by Jews. So that guy's like you would run the Jews and fight for them like you did when you murdered future mothers of Norwegian children. Death to you and to all your other European Zionists out there as well. You are the main problem of Europe because guys like you allow the Jews to run Europe into the ditch. Yeah, Varg, man, he's got the... <laughs> Pretty far-right point yeah. of view. In reading Lords of Chaos, I mean, that that's that's what it came across. And I remember I texted you guys that Varg is a piece of shit. Yeah. And uh, for that reason, because he, you know, his views and the way he was talking about everything, you know, it's crazy, man. He's a nut job. Yeah, and he doesn't really sugarcoat anything. It's, he'll just, he's got no filter. Yeah, he's always smiling, too. He's, he's the weirdest thing. He's creepy. He's definitely got a crazy, like, look to him, man. So apparently there are, speaking of far right wing, there are a small group of black metal musicians who identify with neo-Nazism, but they like to identify as National Socialist Black Metal Movement. Yeah, the NSBM, yep. And it, yep. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, which, uh, that band Horna, actually, they, they try to ban them across the, the country right now. One of but them they got, keep moving the shows. Yeah, uh, they keep moving the sh There was one, I know they, they canceled it, or the venue canceled the show, but they ended up having like, someone's backyard, and they're like, thanks for canceling the show, Antifa, because now... We had fucking more people able to come to the yeah, show, yeah, you know, yeah. so. Um, this is interesting. The murder of Sandro Bear. Uh, apparently, he was a absurd. musician in the band Mobus, founder of the black metal band Absurd. Yep. Had several conflicts with the law as a teenager. 
but he's most infamous for the crime that happened in 1993 when he and two of his bandmates murdered a younger kid named Sandra Bayer. Apparently, most of most of this happened because uh, he was considered a nuisance. <laughs> yeah, that, that's we it. hate him. Let's kill Th- him. This is also in Lords of Chaos, the book. Um, yeah, he was uh, a nuisance. Everybody hated. They said they, they basically said they would somebody would have killed him eventually anyway. So <laughs> she just got out. Of that's the way. like their that's, that's like black metal ideology. Right? They're <laughs> yeah. like, well, I was gonna probably die anyway. Right, so I figured the, I'd just do it now. If I remember right, this is really grisly. So let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, this is good. So uh, the band members lured Bayer to a cabin. That Mobus's uh, father owned. They tied him to a chair, strangled him to death with an electric cord, and uh, Mobus was just—he was 17 years old. That's really sad. Yeah, it's fucked up. How old was the kid? How old was the the kid they killed? I'm not sure. It doesn't say, but I mean, uh, I think he was young. I think it was like 16 or 17, if I remember correct. Might say it. It had to happen in the name of black metal. Yeah. Next, murders of gay men. Apparently, this is also a thing. Yeah. But we know because of Varg. You know, I think, I'm pretty sure Varg has actually gone to prison. Wasn't that... That's well, why he went to prison. No, 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 no. That was uh, Faust. Faust killed the gay man and uh, the dude in the section. His name. He uh, killed John. Him. John. Yeah, John. John did and Faust did. Yeah, Faust. Yeah. Faust from Emperor. He killed a guy in the woods. Like, a guy, like, yeah, there hit are, on him. Yeah, there are at least two cases of prominent yeah. metal musicians... Uh, murdering gay men and these are these are obviously black metal musicians yeah so yep you're right 1992 the first was bard volvik faust Juthen of emperor and in 1997 dissection frontman yeah john nosvitz mm-hmm. similarly charged for the killing of a gay man um named joseph Medor, um which then once Dissection singer was released from prison. It was a couple years. He, he put out a new record. Yeah, they put out Ray Chaos later, and then killed himself. He said in this crazy letter that he was going to fight on the side of Satan and this yeah, whole He completed letter. everything he could on this plane on and this he was plane, moving on to the next fight. On to the next plane. Yeah. It's wild. And they found him. He shot himself in a pentagram with candles. See, and the Faust thing goes back to what I was talking about the 30 times. Mm, he stabbed yeah. that dude over 30 times. And uh, the, just because the guy hit on him. And then he took him into the woods like they were going to go ha- do you know something sexual. And then he just stabbed him to death. That's yeah, crazy. Crazy. And right in... Uh, he, he only did like, I think, two years or something. Possibly. I think he might have been a juvenile at the time. Yeah. But that was it, though. I don't think he ever went back into Emperor, at least, as far as I know. But I could be wrong on that. <laughs> uh, Gaul tortured a man. Gaul's gay himself. Is he is. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. yeah ve- he like, very gay. Yeah, and wow. like wow. Okay, so that's interesting because yeah, that's, that basically is contradictory of what black metal stands for. Yeah, and that's why the guy the other guys in Gorgoroth, I believe, don't like him anymore. Yeah. I believe they literally like they I don't think they, they want to kill him, but they like literally he's gone. He's no longer in it. <laughs> so they follow this guy like to the ends of Earth. <laughs> Supporting him, and they're like, "Oh, you're gay." Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't want you anymore. So that's why he does his own thing now. Yeah, it's better on his own. Gall's word, right? Is what he does. I saw them um, at um, Inferno. Fall, no, Fall of Summer. Summer, When I went uh, a couple years ago. So the the unnamed victim was a 41 year old male. This happened in 2002, and Gall uh, was convicted of torturing him. Yeah, he didn't kill him, right? Just like kidnapped him and tortured him. Yeah, he tortured him. Yeah. He's held hostage for several hours but only... uh, of escalating violence. Gaul supposedly told him that he was going to sacrifice him and drink his blood. Yep. And even started uh, collecting his dripping blood in a cup. 
In his defense, though, Gall said that he only used the cup to stop the blood from making a mess all over his house because that's the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another an interesting thing about Gall is he lives actually like on a mountain top in a cave, right? No, no, it's a cabin, but it's, it's cabin. like a mountain top. You literally have to hike like hours to get to it. There's no other way there. And there's actually a video on YouTube. It's like a little like 30, 40 minute documentary. That watches like the camera crew go up there yeah, and then visit yeah, all the yeah. blizzard. You seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. And then at the end, he he asks him a question. I can't remember. I wish I could remember what the question oh. is. And he's like, yes. And he pauses for like a minute, and he just says, "Satan." Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't he like calling so out the crew? Theatrical. Yeah. So theatrical. Yeah. Wasn't he calling out the crew like saying everything that was? He's like supposedly like a, a very intelligent guy too. Yeah. You know? yeah but he was like, he's like he like you and like to the camera guy or something. He like. Pretty much told his whole like story just by looking at him. That's you know, awesome. the guy's like, oh. Mayhem uses their vocalist corpse as an album cover. Mm. A bootleg. It's a bootleg. Blo- Dawn, uh, of, Dawn the of the Black Hearts, yeah. So it was an unofficial. It was an album cover, but like it was like a bootleg, if that makes sense. Okay. But there was, it was de- definitely used a, yeah. He slit his wrist and shot himself in the head. And mm-hmm. that was the infamous. Wasn't there anything else revolving. Um, using someone's a piece of skull, skull yeah, as yeah. Apparently, Euronymous or... and Occultus supposedly yeah. made necklace charms out of skull fragments. And I don't know about the brain eating. That's all. Uh, yeah. Are we talking about Euronymous's skull? No, 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 no. It's dead, dead. That's the guy who uh, shot himself. Okay. Euronymous got killed by Varg, which I'm sure will come up. This is it. Yeah, yeah. This is the. This is definitely the uh, top mystery. Weird. But yeah. So going back to this real quick, dead shot himself. In the cabin, like you said, it was a house that him, Euronymous, and uh, Hellhammer, Hellhammer, yeah, Hellhammer, which is the drummer of Mayhem, lived in together. And then, uh, so Euronymous came home, the house was locked, so he the only way in was through the window that where the guy shot himself. So he came in, he saw him shot, he repositioned the body, took pictures of it, took fragments of the skull, made necklaces, apparently. You know who biting the bullets? Varg. Varg, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Varg's time yep. is so much. Dude, yeah, yeah. Really Varg is. literally sent him the bullets, and Dead was always like a depressed case, like a depression case. So they always thought that it was possible that he would die. But it just shows you how cold yep. they are in the black metal world. Like literally, the guy kills himself. They didn't even care. All they thought about was for their publicity is literally taking pictures, and and, and it's crazy. Man. Yeah, but maybe if you, you always think about it, maybe they also realized that. The body is just a body at that point. Like, there's nobody... It's not even... A, you know, there's no soul in that body. So, for them, in their mind, too, they've gone... They're just thinking on a different level from from society. Yeah, they of, are. of they're, course. They're, I mean, they're on a different level. They're like, well, yeah, he's not here anymore. Psychotic. So, uh, they're psychotic. It's man. definitely psychotic. My, yeah. It's crazy. Euronymous, they all knew that he was suicidal. They knew... They left. They left knowing that he was pretty much going to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And they, they just... Var gave him the bullets. They and left. That, that so, comes, they pretty much... Yeah, it was like a month later after he sent up the bullets, he killed himself. Yeah. And you guys must know the story, so I can even let you guys explain. But uh, what, the Euronymous that story? would be the murder of Euronymous. Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know. Um... I'm gonna take it. Yeah, would you? Right. <laughs> I'm fucking. So, there was speculation on uh, why it happened. Uh, so basically, Varg went to his apartment. Knocked on the door, uh, opened it in his underwear, actually. <laughs> That's how it's described in the book. Yeah, poor guy. So they don't know if it's because Euronymous ran uh, the record label Death Like Silence, which had Burzum's first two records, but he never got paid. Like, Varg never got paid. So they think it could have been a dispute over money. And Varg does say it in future interviews. He's like, well, you're not paying me, but you have all this new furniture and all this stuff. Huh. So they think that's a you know possible reason for it. Um, but anyway, so what Varg claims was he actually got attacked 
and then he stabbed him. Uh, then Euronymous actually ran out of the, the room, but he continued to chase him down the hall. And Euronymous, he, he, even the way Varg says it, oh, Euronymous was screaming like a girl. <laughs> All this stuff is crazy, man. Varg's nuts. And he ended up stabbing him. 30, he caught up to him and stabbed him in the back like 37 times. What? So he could have literally like just stabbed him the one time, let it go. He was running. Yeah. So he said it was self-defense, but then he ended up stabbing him 37 times after chasing him. So I, I understand the first... It, it was, it, it was yeah, he went there to kill him. It yeah, was premeditated. Yeah, you know? Here's my thing: the message, like in most of these incidents we've talked about, these just weird, strange, mysterious instances, like it most, it's most of them are stabbings. Why? I mean, we're just in America. We're used to shootings. Like you get shot. Is it be so? So are they? First of all, in Norway. I'm assuming they probably don't have access to firearms like we do. No, I don't think that's the case. I think it's more ritualistic, Is it man. Ritualistic? I, I think so, because it's just like an older form of killing, and that's what they're into. It's like a, a lot of pagan though, stuff. right? Because I'm like, it's all about yeah. stabbing, stabbing, stabbing. By the way, 30 times, that sucks. But, that's yeah, terrible. I think it was 37 to be exact. But, like, Varg actually stockpiled a bunch of weapons, if I remember correctly from reading that. I mean, he had a bunch of guns oh, and grenades. And, and grenades, yeah. He was, yeah, he, was plan- he was planning something big. Before they arrested yeah. him, yeah, he had all kind of dynamite. He was like... Yeah, three, shit planned out. like 350 pounds, or yeah. kilos maybe even. It might have been kilos yeah. of yeah. dynamite. That's a lot of dynamite, man. Yeah, he was trying to fuck some shit up. And, yeah, uh, yeah it was basically to, to blow up churches, he said, for the most part. <laughs> Unbelievable. More and more, you know. He's, he's a nut. But yeah, Varg, it's funny how Varg is literally linked to, like I think, about five of the things. Yeah, out of this whole list. And I wanted to go back to that absurd one. If I remember correctly, I could be wrong, but they actually walked the guy around like a dog. The Sandro Bayer one. Yep. And they urinated yeah, on him. Yeah. And then they ended up cutting him into pieces. They cut his head off. And then they, like, like necro, you know, necro uh, stuff. Sex with uh, the, the body and stuff. Really? Uh, apparently. And they apparently ate some of them, too. Like, that's why that story, we cut it off. But it's pretty grisly. If, if, that, if I'm thinking of the right one. I'm pretty sure that's the right one. Yeah. It's in, it's in the book, Lords of Chaos. So, like, which is a good read, by the way. Pick up so the book, should... Lords of Chaos. Again, uh, we will be covering reviewing Lords of Chaos the movie recently released with uh I can't think of his name but Macaulay Culkin's brother Rory Rory Culkin uh there'll be more information on that we want to thank everyone for streaming the podcast again you can email us at vintageburnpodcast at gmail.com please like subscribe the podcast this is a new segment we are going to continue to do Metal Mysteries the weird, the strange of the metal world. Try to come up with some cool stories every month. Please, we can't tell you enough. Give us a five-star review. Just go on quickly. Just say why you like the podcast. It helps us get out there and uh, in the algorithm actually move up on the uh, forefront of podcasting so more people can get into us. Uh, we also want to thank Keith McCoy for giving us our first official intro to the podcast he's helping us sound more professional we can't thank him enough this is kev margo and doug signing up trim your wicks trim your wicks don't kill your neighbors Thank <laughs> you.